Thank you for joining me for Moments to Ponder Lent. I'm Betsy Marvin, and this is Episode 37. As we've journeyed through the different passages during the Lenten season, we come to the week of the Passion of the Christ, which begins with Palm Sunday. There are a few stories in the Gospels that all four writers speak of, and Palm Sunday is one of them. I've taken the story from each Gospel and combined them using their details to create one story. As Jesus and the disciples approached Jerusalem, they came to the town of Bethpage on the Mount of Olives. Jesus sent two of them on ahead. Go into the village over there, he said, and as soon as you enter it, you will see a donkey tied there with a colt beside it. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone asks what you're doing, just say, The Lord needs them, and he will immediately let you take them. This took place to fulfill the prophecy that said, Tell the people of Jerusalem, Look, your king is coming to you. He is humble, riding on a donkey, riding on a donkey's colt. His disciples didn't understand at the time that this was a fulfillment of prophecy. But after Jesus entered into his glory, they remembered what had happened and realized that these things had been written about him. The two disciples left and found the colt standing in the street, tied outside the front door. As they were untying it, some bystanders demanded, What are you doing untying that colt? They said what Jesus had told them to say, and they were permitted to take it. Then they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their garments over it, and he sat on it. But as he came closer to Jerusalem and saw the city ahead, he began to weep. How I wish today that you of all people would understand the way to peace. But now it's too late and peace is hidden from your eyes. Before long, your enemies will build ramparts against your walls and encircle you and close you in on every side. They will crush you into the ground and your children with you. Your enemies will not leave a single stone in place because you did not recognize it when God visited you. Many in the crowd had seen Jesus call Lazarus from the tomb, raising him from the dead, and they were telling others about it. That was the reason so many went out to meet him, because they had heard about this miraculous sign. Then the Pharisees said to each other, There's nothing we can do. Look, everyone has gone after him. Most of the crowd spread their garments on the road ahead of him and Others cut branches from trees and spread them on the road. Jesus was in the center of the procession, and the people all around him were shouting, Praise God for the Son of David. Blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Praise God in highest heaven. 
The entire city of Jerusalem was in an uproar as he entered. Who is this? they asked. And the crowds replied, It's Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. But some of the Pharisees among the crowd said, Teacher, rebuke your followers for saying things like that. He replied, If they keep quiet, the stones along the road would burst into cheers. So Jesus came to Jerusalem and went into the temple. After looking around carefully at everything, he left because it was late in the afternoon. Then he returned to Bethany with the twelve disciples. Matthew 21, Mark 11, Luke 19, and John 12. It was only a week think about that. It only took one week to go from Hosanna to crucify him. And Jesus knew it. Jesus deliberately set the ball rolling that would by the end of the week crush him under its weight. As he rode in Jerusalem, he knew that he was in his last week before his sacrifice. He knew the physical, emotional, and spiritual pain that was coming. And he rode into Jerusalem anyway. It was spring of the year, the time of the great Passover feast in Jerusalem, during the Jewish month of Nisan, which is in early April on our calendar. Pontius Pilate would have been riding in Jerusalem as well, making a triumphal entry of his own. As governor of Judea, this was a time to show his military strength as the city would have been so full of so many pilgrims celebrating this holiday. Yet how different these entries are. One showing armies of strength, the other disciples. One wearing beautiful armor and leather, the other, simple tunic. One rode a strong stallion surrounded by protection. The other, a young donkey next to its mother. One proclaiming power and establishing where he fit. The other humbly whispering grace, mercy, and love through the confidence of knowing exactly who he is. One, a pompous politician. The other, a servant savior. One represents oppression. The other, freedom. And did you catch that verse from John? His disciples didn't understand at the time that this was a fulfillment of prophecy. But after Jesus entered into his glory, they remembered what had happened and realized that these things had been written about Jesus. For many of us, 
We've heard the story of Palm Sunday many, many times. We've watched children wave palm branches and celebrated a day when it looked like the Jews were going to get it right. It's a tradition to honor this day. And as some traditions do, for many it's just another Sunday story. It's lost some of its power in all the repetition. But I pray that's not you. And I don't ever want that to be me. This is a story that shows us the Lordship of Jesus. Not only in the coat and branch lined road, but in the fulfillment of Zechariah's prophecy of a shepherd king. The cross was not an accident that caught Jesus by surprise. Rather, Jesus fully understood and embraced this path, knowing he would undergo an excruciating death just a few days later. In fact, if you read of this Passion Week, you can see that Jesus deliberately provoked the teachers of the law. He pushed the disciples and even cursed a fig tree. He set the wheels in motion for his execution. He knew it. He led toward it. This story also reminds us that Jesus doesn't always meet our expectations. The Jews were expecting a king that would be a great military leader like David, who would throw off the yoke of Rome and establish God's kingdom by force. When Jesus, throughout the week, showed that he was not going to lead a revolt against Rome, which was what the people expected and wanted, they rejected Jesus as their king, their Lord. In the moments of the week that followed, we know the disciples didn't understand, but in hindsight, they would see. And we often do the same. But how often do we feel like Jesus has let us down? When we, like the Jews, assume we know what's going to happen, only to discover that God has a different outcome in mind. Do we respond as they did, stepping away, frustrated that we're not getting our own way? The temptation in these situations is to bail out of what the Christian faith teaches us. But Jesus is under no obligation to live up to your expectations or mine. So we need to look. Look for the bigger picture that God is painting. Trust that even if we don't understand, God is in control. He is not surprised. Jesus began this amazing week thinking of you. Jesus went to the cross out of love for you. And he went knowing that Easter was coming. Amen.